What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Nelly, from Feels Bad Nation, with my co-host, Jason, from Stonehand Steve. Both of us are YouTubers and awful at it. And welcome to That Hockey Podcast. What's going on, everyone? So this is the debut episode. We're not really sure how we're going to do this, but we're just going to make it up as we go. But uh, NHL does actually have a couple good storylines right now. Obviously, the first one is Peter Shirelli getting fired. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's definitely a good one. Yeah, definitely good. I mean, a long time coming. I mean, we have a list of some of the terrible moves he's made. So I'm just going to run through sort of the first one, the biggest one, the Taylor Hall trade. I mean, looking back on it, like it was Taylor Hall for Adam Larson, just one for one. And I think it was the year after that Hall won the heart. Was it the year after? I think it was the year after, if not two years. Maybe something like that. Honestly, I don't know why you're critiquing Peter Shirelli. The man is a living Einstein. He is the reincarnation of Einstein in the hockey world. Obviously, that's all sarcasm. All right, all right. (laughs) So, yeah, the Taylor Hall trade, terrible. Honestly, one of the worst moves maybe ever. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not not hating on Adam Larson. I think he's a decent defenseman. But, I mean, Taylor Hall's a superstar. Like, he's the only reason the Devils are on the map right now, honestly, if you ask me. Uh, I mean, like, there's other players on that team that are carrying, like Kyle Palmieri. True, but, I mean, you got. I think the main Devils line is Hall, Heischer, and Palmieri. You take Hall off that line, it's severely weaker. Yeah, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know why. I feel like a lot of Peter Shirelli's trades were kind of forced because he got himself into bad cap situations. Yeah, he just he just kept digging. He was in a hole, and he just kept digging it deeper and deeper, and he just couldn't find his way out. It's kind of like uh, the stories you you know on the on the news when kids like die from suffocating because they dig like a ten foot hole. And uh, uh, yeah. So the other trade that we can go over is or sort of storyline. You're telling? Are you trying to is 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 the Yakupov situation? I mean, nail Yakupov. He was the first overall pick, and I mean everything after that sort of went downhill. I mean his numbers. They were never too great. I mean, I just want to tell you the trade that they had for, when they traded y- Nelly Yakupov. You want to know what they got? They got this elite player in Zach Picharo. Elite. 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 Absolutely incredible. I'm sure everyone's have heard of him. And a third round pick. I mean, like, they just, they, I don't want to blame it all on Yakupov because I feel like you can't put all the blame on him being that terrible of a hockey player. You know, before I comment, I just want to say, why in God's name are you clipping my creative wings? I am bringing up culturally relevant topics, and you're just dismissing it. Okay, this this is a hockey pod. This is that hockey podcast. We can't be talking about children suffocating. We get the, Why not? <laughs> but uh, yeah, what, what? No, real quick, what are your thoughts on Neil Yakupov? You, I mean, you can, can, can you? Him. You can't blame Shirelli, You don't think? No, you can't blame Yakupov. You can't. Blame yeah. Yakupov. Okay. Good. That's what I was thought. Because I mean. I mean, even with um, right now, Yeshi pulled you Harvey. You can ar- you can argue that uh, Shirley ruined his career too by bringing up too early. Well, it's another Elebu Morial with uh, they did the same thing with Chucky. So yeah, that's true. Some GMs just ruin young talent, but uh, then there also is uh, Jordan Eberle, and my God, that whole storyline. So what happened was. The Oilers traded Jordan Eberle to the Islanders for Ryan Strom. Decent trade at the time. Two struggling players. Maybe it would work out. Unfortunately for the Oilers, it didn't. So they traded recently, recently this year, they traded Strom for Spooner, 
And just recently, they waived Ryan Spooner. I really feel like he's not – like, Ryan Spooner's not bad enough to be waived. Okay, so we were – I just finished talking about the Spooner and Eberly situation. So what do you think about that whole thing? I mean, like – like personally, for me, honestly, what I think is, for for Shirelli, like when you make such a mistake like that, like obviously after the Everly Strom trade, you gotta sort of cut your losses, maybe flip Strom for a pick. Like when he traded Strom for Ryan Spooner, that's another risk he's taking. You you trade for a draft pick, that's not really a risk. That's sort of like a safe, that's like a safe, that's a safe player. Well, yeah, but I also feel like. Ryan Spooner is definitely a good player. Like, I don't think he should be waived. Yeah, I think that's fair, that's fair. I just think that the how toxic the organization is, it just kind of ruined Spooner. I mean, he was I mean, fine on the rags. Yeah, no, Spooner was doing great in that last season with the rags after they had him at the deadline. But he no, I actually do know for a fact that he was not producing in Edmonton. So they were kind of giving up on him there. Who does? The only people the only reason why that freaking McDavid actually produces in Edmonton is because he's a Super Saiyan. Yeah, that that is valid. That is definitely a valid point. But yeah, that whole sequence of trades did not work out and did not look good for Peter. Um, another. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Peter. Yeah, but um, another thing that uh, this was actually, no, I'll touch on this point first. The uh, the Justin Schultz trade for a third round pick, and uh, since that trade, Justin Schultz has went on to win two Stanley Cups. Should have been a second round pick. Should have been a first round pick, maybe. I mean, probably not, because the Oilers had high valued picks back then. Or no, the uh, actually never mind, never mind. No, you were right. The Oilers. Uh, yeah. uh, they were giving up. Never no, mind. They were giving up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, Justin Schultz. That's just that's just an embarrassing trade for them. I don't think it's necessarily Schultz. I think it's more about the this the um, Penguins coaching staff. You think? I think it's more about the organization and the coaching staff rather than just Schultz's talent. I feel like like the organization just really brought out the his skill. Yeah, but don't you think that surely could have gotten more for that trade? More than a third at least. In hindsight, but like how would he know? He has terrible coaches and a terrible organization. He was never gonna grow in Edmonton, so like how would he know what he was gonna be like in Pittsburgh? That is fair. That is definitely definitely fair. Um once again, we're not done yet with Peter Shirelli. Another thing he traded is uh, he acquired Griffin Reinhardt from the Islanders for a first overall pick, and I believe along with a second or third. But uh, that first round pick turned into Matt Barzal. So, I mean, <laughs> Griffin Reinhardt, I don't think he's in the NHL right now. I really do not think he is. No, he's part of the Chicago Wolves, like whatever the Vegas affiliate yeah, is. The AHL team. Yeah. Not NHL, though. No, I know. He is a he's definition of a bust, and Barzal won the Calder last year. I mean, it it, it doesn't look Well, first off, the whole call to, – to, on a side note, it shouldn't have been Barzal who won the Calder. It should have been Besser. Um, maybe? Besser should have won the Calder. Okay, well, that's a, deba- that's a debate for another podcast, but uh, – I mean, again, another trade. <laughs> he almost threw something at me. Another trade that does not look good for Shirelli. But uh, the most recent uh, event, which sort of uh, pushed Shirelli over the uh, the limit, I guess, his uh, Miko Koskinen signing, three years, four point five million per year. Nelly, what what do you think about this? What do you think about the signing? It was a last like middle finger to the organization. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Honestly. 
It was just kind of like, hey, I have power to like chop off your leg as the a last lead. hurrah. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like, it's not a bad contract right now. He's not doing great right now. I mean, this could very well go down as one of the best contracts, but I mean, it's looking like it's going to be one of the worst because it's just such a gamble. It's an unnecessary gamble, honestly. I don't know. They could have just gave him. They could have gave him like three point four mil for like a year just to see if he would continue his production. That the he kind of was this year. Yeah, I think anything over like four. I mean, it's it's just it doesn't look good. It really doesn't look good. But I mean, those are just a bunch of the. <laughs> Uh, so those are just a bunch of the, um, events that Peter Shirelli that, uh, infamously highlighted his legacy. So, um, another side note, the only reason why I burped just there is I just wanted to see what it would sound like through the mic. So I, I had to do it. My curiosity got the best of me. Oh, that hockey podcast episode one. These are the things that are going to happen. But, uh, another, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, another point is Pavel Datsuk. It's been in the news recently that his his KHL deal is coming to an end, and he's actually might return to the NHL. What do you uh, What do you think about that? I think he's too old. You think he's too old? I think he's like forty. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Like, I love the Magic Man, but why come back and ruin your legacy? No, I, I agree. With it's that. just like he has such a great legacy. There's no reason for him to come back and ruin it. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it would feel really weird. I think it would be overhyped, just like we're seeing with Ilya Kovalchuk. Everyone was like, oh my god, this amazing hockey player is coming back, but he's on the Kings and no one really knows what he's doing right now. Do you know? I don't. I really don't care. I don't know or I care. I the guy anyway. The yeah, guy's so. a jerk anyway. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, Datsyuk, I, I guess he was – I mean, what team do you think he would even go to? Like, like Rags. Okay, well, in a perfect world, but – I, I know there was that trade before he retired that he got his rights were traded to Arizona. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know if they would still own those rights, but uh, it'd be interesting to see him on Arizona. Yeah, but I don't know the um, – since he technically is under contract, I think he's still under contract with Arizona because Arizona kind of has his contract so they don't go below the minimum cap. Hmm. It's kind of a dead contract. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really too informed about his contract, but uh, it sounds – it's like eight mil or something like that. Eight mil, holy, that's a lot of money. Well, like a year, not like eight mil, like <laughs> over eight years, like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, mean, I just cannot imagine Dotsuk in any other jersey than a Red Wings jersey. I mean, yeah, like I don't like it. I really don't. I don't like the thought of it. And Zetterberg retired, so it's like yeah. he wouldn't want to go back to Detroit. That whole Detroit team's fading out. I mean, I remember watching those '09 Stanley Cup Finals. I think it was against, against Pittsburgh, and just like. It like Lindstrom, Zetterberg, and Dotsuk all in their prime. It was just crazy. Throwback to when Detroit was in the Western Conference. Dude, uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy shit right there. Um, ready to move on to another point? No. You're not. Uh, continue then. <laughs> no, go. I'm joking. <laughs> um, so another point we have here is the Mark Stone and uh, Matt Duchesne, the offseason predictions. I mean – Right now, I mean, Ottawa hasn't been as much of a dumpster fire as most people would have predicted at the start of the season. But, I mean, it's still not very enticing for someone like Duchesne to re-sign. I know he wants to be a win on a team. Uh, Mark Stone, on the other hand, I know he's a big Ottawa guy. I know he's his life is in Ottawa. So, um, personally for me, I, I would see either Duchesne signing an $8-plus million contract and staying. But otherwise, I think he's gone. But uh, I see, I see Mark Stone staying. 
Okay, so I see Mark Stone's thing too. Not just a you know monkey see monkey do, but I actually do think that he will stay. Uh, he seems like the player to ride it out. We all know that Matt Duchesne is a crying little baby. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Um, but just our luck, he's going to come to the rags and be on a line with Panarin. Okay. And who, Hedl. Who's not going to come to the rags? Well, no. According to you, everyone's coming to the rags. Would you like to address that point? Okay. okay I, you know what? Well, we will. That's in a later segment called uh, Rags Talk that we will get to eventually. Not right now, though. You know, you're. I think, like... You just gotta get loose, you know. You're very, very uptight. Very stick to the stick to the segments. You just gotta let it, let the conversation. All right, all right. Well, you know what? I'll put down my papers. What do you want to talk about, co-host? <laughs> you just gotta just let it happen, you know. All right, it's all like, right. yeah. Well, explain to our viewers, you know, everything about like what you're saying. Like you're saying that everyone's coming to the rags. We can talk about that in rag talk. Rag talk is its own thing. That's where the, all the Rangers talk will happen. In case you guys didn't know, we are both Rangers fans, so that's why we des- designate a segment to Ranger talk because I don't want it to get too off task. I want to focus on other worldly news because not everyone's a Rangers fan. You sure? I'm not sure, but I would guess. That's what I thought. All right, go back. Let's go, all right, let's go back up. We, we, no, we, no I, well, I want to continue with Ottawa because, I mean, I'm curious what you think about that. Okay, Duchesne, if I'm being completely honest, Duchesne's going to Vancouver. You think so? I mean, honestly. Yeah, I, I actually think he's going to Vancouver. I just think that the young players would entice him. That's actually a very interesting proposal because I know Jim Benning has actually been talking about going after a big-name free agent come free agency. Yeah. And Duchesne would be the guy to go after. I mean, putting Duchesne with some young kids like uh, Nikolai Godolbin. Yeah, I know. That would definitely – Or Jake the Oh, my God, Jake the Snake. <laughs> no, yeah, the no. real Jake the Snake is Gardner, right? Yeah, it's true. I, I just call everyone Jake the Snake. Every Jake is Jake the Snake for me. <laughs> but uh, no, I definitely actually I definitely agree with that point, Vancouver. That'd be great. But I I do think uh, uh, Ottawa's going to throw all the money they can at him. I really do think that they're going to do anything in their power to hold on to both of them. If not, they're going to hold on to Mark Stone. See, I could see that, but also Ottawa's known for not playing them, paying their players. That is true. They let. They uh, got rid of Mike Hoffman. Uh, Mike, it's Mike Hoffman, right? That's his name. Well, they traded Mike Hoffman. Yeah, but, I mean, they just – last year was just so brutal for Ottawa. <laughs> and all that conspiracy with the wives and, oh, my God, it was, it was bad. Don't you mean Hassel Hoffman? Ha- yeah, yeah, Hassel Hoffman and uh, Eric Carlson. They just left. They just let him go. They just traded him. Like, that's – I, I just – I can't I – don't, I, I don't have any words. I don't have any words. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That, that that's just a it's a dumpster fire over there. It's a dumpster fire. It hasn't been that bad this year though. Like Thomas Shabbat is in the Calder and Norris run. He's, I think he's in the Calder run, right? Well, yeah, he's in the. Calder? No, he's not in the Calder he's, run. He's not a Calder. Is he's it a not, is it a sophomore season? I think it's a sophomore. All right. Well, regardless though, he's having an incredible year. I think he hit like thirty. He I think at one point he had thirty points in thirty games. Like I feel like they were. They wanted to, but then they like checked the rules and they were like about the whole like Calder Cup, and he was like, "Oh, he technically played some NHL games like last season." Yeah, I think I want to say the uh, the limit is like twenty games or like fifteen or something like that. Yeah. Because I remember Matt Murray was like a rookie, like his three, like his like second cup win. Yeah. Some something crazy like that, but um, yeah. So that that's Ottawa, I think. I mean, def- I definitely agree with Duchesne to Vancouver. I would actually really like to see that. I think that would help out Vancouver a lot. Yeah, but why would you want to see that, though? Because I 
I like to see teams succeed. Most teams, except for like the Kings and the Devils and, you know, which shitty teams like that. But I mean, I like Vancouver and I think Duchesne could honestly help out those young guns in Vancouver. Do you, would you not want to see that? I wouldn't want to see Duchesne in Vancouver would be sexy. Yeah, but I hate Duchesne. Why? Because I just hate how he's a crybaby. He's, I mean, look, he was on that Colorado team when they had that terrible year. One of the worst years in, like, he was nearly one of the worst years in NHL history. And he was like, all right, I want to go to a contender. And then he went to Ottawa. And <laughs> then then, Colorado makes the playoffs. And then Colorado made the playoffs, and Ottawa was a dumpster fire. So it's really unfortunate for him. Uh, I mean. But see, here's the thing. Like, why would you want to leave Colorado? Like, Yes, you had a, that year they had. Yeah, it was so bad. I get it, but look at the players around the young kids around you. They're yeah, like, yeah, but you don't know. You weren't in that locker room. There could be people hazing him and messing with him in the showers and all that probably. nonsense. I would um, give a little towel whip. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> towel whip, towel whip. Um, no, but I, I just don't. I just don't like him. There's something about him. All right, that's. I mean, that's fair. We all are, we all have those players. We just that just doesn't sit right with us. And I guess Duchesne is that guy for you. So I have a I have a point to, Go ahead. to no, bring I'm up. Sure I'm going to take a quick sip of my Red Bull as you talk. So this year, Johnny Gaudreau is off to an amazing start. I know you love Johnny. I, I love Johnny. Johnny Hockey is very special to my heart. Calgary's my second team. Yep. Gotcha. Um. Do you think he's gonna? Do you think he has a chance? To be one of the finalists for the heart. Okay, so right now, as I think about it, I mean, you think about top guys with like points, like I mean, like I, I'm thinking like Nikita Kucherov maybe because he has like 70 points in 50 games, like unreal stuff. But then you think about Calgary, like most teams sort of wrote them off a couple of years ago. Like they had their pieces intact and they just weren't putting it together. And all of a sudden, you see Johnny Hockey having a monster year. It's making people really think about the heart, but honestly, genuinely, I don't have someone who I really think is heart worthy right now, and I could not put my finger on it. So I, I can't. It's, I, I, I'm kind of dodging a bullet here. I don't really know. I honestly don't know yet. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I, I'm kind of hoping. Yeah, you got, you got. Oh, buddy. I'm, I'm hoping. Also, the fact it's just like with Calgary this year. It's like what really helped them, and people thought they lost. This trade was the Dougie Hamilton trade. Yeah. That actually really helped their squad. Yeah, the fact that they swapped very good defensemen in Hannafin and Dougie Hamilton, but they also brought in Elias Lindholm was just huge for them. I mean, I don't really know for sure. Maybe you know what line Lindholm was on. Lindholm, I believe, is on the second line. With, do you know? I don't know. I don't expect you to know. I don't, with Bachland and, um, I can't remember. James Neal? No, James Neal's on the third line. They yeah, moved yeah, him all the way. He's terrible. We don't need to talk about James Neal. He's not the real deal anymore. In NHL 19, he is the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is NHL 19. <laughs> this is real life. But um, no, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, Hart. I I can't think. I mean, I want to just. I, I keep thinking about Nathan McKinnon because. Well, he was snubbed like last year, wasn't it? Nah, Hart. No, that was all. That was Hall's trophy. Hundred percent. That was Hall's trophy, 100%. The, the heart is the most important player to their team. I mean, you, you take McKinnon off the avalanche, they still got guys like Lannis Cog, they still got guys like Miko Rantanen, and um, a couple assets there. 
But then you take Taylor Hall off the New Jersey Devils. I mean, it just falls apart. It really does. Like you can you like Heisher and Palmieri, great players, but I mean, it would fall apart without Taylor Hall. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. I'm, but yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Don't get me wrong. I love I love Nathan McKinnon, but I mean that was Hall's trophy. That was Hall's trophy. I'm biased because I just you just love him. I just love you Nathan just love McKinnon. Too much. Too. Literally like You're fangirling a little bit. Oh god. <laughs> Next it's gonna be uh, what? look, okay, honestly though, what my third favorite player, I'm surprised he's never been in contention for the heart. Probably because he's so like I don't know what it is. He's just not doing as well. And it annoys me when this team doesn't make the playoffs. Talk about Tyler Sagan and the Dallas Stars. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree with you. But, I mean, I, I honestly have analyzed the Dallas Stars a lot because I see their top guys, and I'm wondering why they're not doing things in the postseason. But I think it definitely comes down to management. I mean, they just got a goalie in Ben Bishop like last year, an issue that should have been addressed a while ago. I mean, you could call Carlin a good goalie, but he's just not at the end of the day. Come at me. I don't care. I mean, the defense, Carl Klingberg, great. I mean, they just got Miro Heiskin coming on. But, I mean, who who other defensemen do they have? Like, really, besides Klingberg, no depth there. And then you look at their forward core. I mean, name me three forwards that are really good. It's it's Jamie Benn, it's Tyler Sagan, and it's Radulov. That's it. Yeah. There's hey, no Jamie one else. Jamie Benn's not even that good. Jamie Benn's having a bad year, too. Things are falling apart there. I mean, they don't have any depth. So, I mean, even come playoff time, all you got to do is shut down their top line and it's over for the Dallas Stars. They need more. They need more. They know they need to. I know they used to have decent prospects. They're not really panning out how they would want to. But I, th- I think the Dallas Stars should really reflect on their lineup and maybe make a big trade. Maybe like a Radulov for like two decent players. I mean, like imagine a Radulov to the Edmonton Oilers. Pick up like a Pulja Harvey, maybe like a Yamamoto. That's a lot, but. I mean, think about that. Yeah, but I also don't think that either one of those players, Yamamoto and Pulsey Harvey, are actually going to amount to anything. You don't think that you think they're busts? I mean, you you could really never know. Like some players, I mean, Taylor Hall, prime example. He was like he was doing good in Edmonton, but he went from like good to like incredible. Like it's sometimes it's just a change of scenery that could really switch it up for a player. Yeah, but I'm saying if they stay in Edmonton, they'll just be that they won't be. I know that's that's why they're on they're on the block right now. Everyone's on the block in Edmonton. So, all right, so we're back after a little emission right there. But uh, the next subject we want to talk about or want to touch on a little bit is the World Cup of Hockey not happening in 2020. The last one was, I believe, 2016. It's projected to go every four years, but. Uh, uh, Gary Bettman said it's not going to happen in 2020 because they're just – I think they said they weren't ready for it. I mean – I don't even know what that means. Yeah, like, like... – I, I, I read into it. I looked up some other stuff about it. I did a little bit of research, and I think it was like the CBA, like the money wasn't there or something like that. It was a really just like BS way of beating around the bush, not really giving us any explanation. And it's just really lazy how they're doing it, like – like, for me, personally, I wasn't too upset with them getting rid of Olympic hockey. I was like, oh, we got this World Cup of hockey. I mean, same thing, sort of. Like, it's it's still exciting. I like it better than the Olympic hockey. I mean, yeah, it's it's not that bad. Like, I'll definitely take it. But now we have nothing. And it's like, what are we supposed to do now? Like, I, like World Juniors, great. We can talk about that in another podcast. But, I mean, this is just – it's just disappointing. It's frustrating. 
it's so frustrating like, because because <laughs> I just want to see like what we don't get the chance to see like NHL players play for their like national team. Yeah, I mean the uh, team North America just wow, that was so oh lit. oh I think I sent beautiful. You, I think I sent you a video of like um it was like Matthews no it was uh, Nathan McKinnon scoring on Lundqvist. That, uh, no, it was Nathan McKinnon giving a pass to Johnny Gaudreau, and Johnny Gaudreau scored on a breakaway. It's just it, it, an unreal tournament, and like the concepts were great, like combining all the European bad countries together into Team Europe, and they were like competitive. Like, well, well yeah, I that's mean, fantastic. Like, and Team North America made sense too. That was yeah, fun. with all those rookies and everything. And honestly, I feel like every team had a fair shake in that tournament. Oh yeah, I feel like everyone, even though pre like uh, matched up against one another pretty nicely, and I don't know, it's just it's it's I don't understand why they're not doing it. I don't, I mean, maybe the revenue from the first one wasn't good enough. I couldn't imagine. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just like they want to make sure everything's good. Like the last time they did it, I guess they had the funds, or like I don't know. I mean, with the impending probable lockout, maybe they want to sort of play it safe and not put all their money into a tournament. No, that's why they're that's that's what I read. Yeah, yeah. It's probably something to do with the impending lockout that's gonna happen. Could probably touch on that another time, but I yeah, mean this is this just leaves a sour taste in my mouth, this whole situation. Wait, so why was there why were they talking about a lockout? Because I know I heard we can talk about this now because I'm I'm curious. Alright, sure, we'll talk about this now. Cause like I don't know I remember hearing that there's gonna be a lockout, but like what what was it based upon? Was it because of uh Shirelli's ineptitude? Well, like, why there's going to be a lockout? Yeah. Because, well, I mean, you take a look at all the contracts nowadays, and they're all just rising in, in money. I mean, Connor Tatev has the highest contract right now, right, with 12.5? A year, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have other teams that are, like, more desperate to keep their uh, current players. Like, you could see Austin Matthews fetch, like, $15 million. Like, it could happen. Just because how valuable he is to that franchise. Like, I get, understand there's other very dominant uh, players there. But, I mean, you think about, like, what a team like, like, for example, Arizona, if Austin Matthews hit the free agency as, like, an RFA, you would see, like, a team like Arizona. I'm saying Arizona because that's Austin Matthews' hometown. And yeah. I've heard it before projected. But you could see Arizona give them, like, $15 million just because that's how bad they would love to get their hands on someone like that. It's just how teams are desperate. The money is rising. Everyone's demanding more money. That's just how it is right now. I mean, but what would the lockout solve? I, honestly, I don't. I'm not like a businessman. I don't really know like the ins and outs of how it actually works. But all I know is that the money rising is not. It's it's not good. It's not good for the league. The more and more big time con- contracts, it's just gonna hurt the league. I mean, I don't know what Miko Ranton is gonna get. His contract's coming up. I mean, it's not good. Every time you see a big contract, it's not good. That's that's that. So. Not good. Not, not, not good. good. No bueno. No, no bueno. meatballs. Mamo meatballs, as you said. Um, <laughs> uh, anything you want to touch upon before we enter uh, Ragtour? You want to keep going? I mean, Just about anything? Anything at all. Anything that's on your mind right now. Anything that's on your little feeble mind. Now, hang on just a second. Yeah, I said it. Just go ahead. Just get over it. Pizza. Pizza. Well, I didn't mean anything. I meant hockey talky, talky hawk. No, we can go into rag talk. You want to go to rag talk? Yeah. Okay, so guys, this is the 
segment of the podcast where non-Ranger fans can just click off. No, I'm kidding. Please stay. Um, but, uh, no this, way. We don't want you. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where we talk about Rangers as we are both Ranger fans. So, firstly, I want to talk about Heatlemania. I'm, I mean, I mean, Philip Heatle, this kid. I feel like he's got a hot new highlight reel goal every night. I mean, he just drives the net, whew, just flicks it right in. Mwah. We don't deserve him. We don't. We really don't. I mean, what, what was he taking? I feel like he was taking like, I want to say 17th in that I, same draft. As I honestly couldn't tell you. I feel like it's somewhere between 17 to like 22. But, um, I mean, he's just, he's playing unreal. Like, I don't know how high his ceiling is going to be, but right now he is an NHL caliber player and he is definitely succeeding at what he's doing. Like it's it's just so good to watch him. Like he's he's just an exciting player. I love how I love his like passion and how flashy he is when he scores. Like, oh well, yeah, that's a it reminds me of Kane. It's like Kane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love flashy players like that. You can always get a good kick out of it. it makes the game much more entertaining. Oh, like uh, Brett Marchand, right? Oh my God, stop! Don't we're not talking about the rat here. That absolute scum. We're not talking about him. We're not talking about Brad Marchand right now. <laughs> but, um... Honestly, though, it's okay, though. We're going to get Jack Hughes, so... We are going to get Jack Hughes, and the lineup next year is going to be Artemi Panarin. Uh, honestly, I mean, there's so many options. Like, we're going to have Artemi Panarin. We're going to have Jack Hughes. Kraftsov is going to come over. So now we can talk about how, like, the Rangers are going to have every player. Yeah, we're going to have every player. We're going to get Artemi Panarin. We're going to get Jack Hughes or Capo Caco. I mean, hell, why not? We got mad at me before. It was like, was it? We could do that in bag talk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, because this is the time. But I mean, Artemi Panarin has said that he wants to come to the Rangers. I mean, come on down, my man. I mean, we'd love to have you. Imagine, oh, imagine Panarin in the Rangers jersey. I don't like it. Honestly, neither do I. But I'm gonna take it. Like, I would take that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just thinking about him, like. In a Chicago jersey or Columbus jersey, and then like a rag jersey. It's out. Of, it's definitely out of place, and the Rangers is the odd one out. But I mean, I'm not gonna complain at all. I'd love to have that talent on our team. Like he would just elevate so many other players around him. Like I, I want to say him and uh, him and Kravtsov, the two Russians on a line. Whoo! I, I mean, I just assume they would just light it up. Hopefully, they just come best friends and just light up the NHL. That would be nice. That would be great. And then we could have Heedle down the middle. Heedle down the middle, maybe Jack Hughes, third line center. No, no, he wouldn't be third line. <laughs> Jack, well, I mean, Austin Matthews started out as a third line center. I mean, hey, anything's possible, am I right? Hell yeah, brother. Hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Um, but, uh, I mean, another point we have here for rag talk is what we're going to do come the deadline. So, I'm curious what to – I mean, we haven't really talked about this for the Rangers deadline, but who do you think is gone or who do you want to see go to get more assets? I'm just kind of curious to what your take is on uh, what you think about the deadline. Uh, I definitely think Zuccarello is gone. Yeah, I, I uh, as much as it sucks to see him go, but, yeah, I think he's definitely gone. So, like, let's talk about this. Let's talk about, like, certain players we think are gone, and let's try to create some like mock trades. Here. All right, mock trades. I think Zuccarello is someone we could definitely work on right now. I think he's 100% gone. He's in a contract year. And, I mean, slot him next to a solid player. Put him on the power play. He'll make some plays happen. But uh, I I honestly think um, it's been in the rumors a little bit. I think he's going to Edmonton. I know we've talked about Edmonton for what feels like the entire podcast. Well, this is the, this is the, uh, the official this, Peter Shirelli podcast. This is the official Peter Shirelli podcast. So... <laughs> um, 
We're actually going to have Peter Shirley on later. He's going to come in on a phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Peter Shirley's going to come on. <laughs> he's, no, he's not going on. But, um, yeah, honestly, I could see – I could definitely see – uh, Zuccarello to um, Edmonton if they want to try and make something happen. Because I'm pretty sure I'll pull up the things right now on my phone. But I want to say that the Oilers aren't that far out of the playoffs. I think Ken Hedgecock actually helped them out and put them on a bit of a win streak. I'll check you know what right. the problem is, is that it's just like the West is so weak. The West yeah, is no, so it's, weak. It's not the West. It's the Pacific. Like, well, the Central's not that good either. I mean, it's it's better than Pacific. Pacific just random. Like, I mean, uh, I don't – it's – Hey, Calgary's in the Pacific. Yeah, and they're second best in the league. Yeah, Calgary sucks. Uh, I'm kidding. Excuse me? Okay, but um, right now in the Pacific – um, Okay, no, never mind. Edmonton's actually much further out than I thought. But, like – Vancouver's pretty close. Vancouver's 52 points. They're in fourth. Edmonton has 49 points, and they're in seventh. So that just shows you the point separation between teams in the Pacific and just the talent level. Like, it drops off after the top three teams. After Vegas, it drops off quite a bit, I believe, to Vancouver. But, I mean, I don't know. If Edmonton, the, the new intern GM, I believe it's Keith Kretzky, um, if he thinks maybe there's something salvageable here, maybe pick up Zuccarello, put him on, um, put him on McDavid's line. They could probably create magic. I don't know. It wouldn't be really smart for Edmonton. They got to sort of strip things down there. But yeah, I, I my pick, my my third would be uh, Edmonton. Uh, yeah, sorry, Zuccarello to Edmonton for like a first. I would love that. Maybe Pulji Harvey. Hell yeah, I could see Zuccarello going to Chicago. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I feel like they're not done competing. I feel like they're still going to try to compete this year. But they're like so bad this year. Yeah, but I don't know. I just have a weird feeling like Chicago's gonna try. You think? You think they? You think they have a little spark left in them? You think this is like a two BC YouTube universe? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, currently, right now, they're only seven points out of a playoff spot. Yeah, so they're, it's really not that unrealistic. Like you think that yeah. they're worse than they are, but they're really not. Okay, the beginning of the year they weren't that good, but recently they've been playing actually better. Yeah, I mean they they threw. I mean you could tell obviously. I mean ah, honestly, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say you're wrong. I, I don't I disagree with what you're saying because like the trade they made earlier this year, they took a prospect. They took a guy like um Nick Schmaltz and they flipped him for two younger guys. That's sort of the approach that they're going. They picked up Dil, uh, Dylan Strom and Brandon Perlini, and they're just trying to grow their team. They're trying to get the new wave of Hawks players because they know Kane and Tays can't be the staples of the franchise forever. So I feel like their GM, Stan Bowman, is sort of understanding what they're going through and uh, getting the youth movement going. So I just, I don't know. I just couldn't really see them picking up a, a Zuccarello at the deadline. I don't know. I mean, you never know. No, I mean, yeah, you never know. Crazy things happen. <sighs> I mean, Peter really traded Taylor Hall, so who the fuck knows what's going on? Peter Shirelli existed at the universe, so you never know. Yeah, I mean, uh, another another – concept i think might happen for the rangers is what could be a uh honestly this is i haven't really seen this in rumors but it's something i would love to see happen maybe like a shattenkirk to the toronto maple leafs maybe pick up uh i know they want to get rid of uh prospects like jeremy brocco uh timothy liljegren maybe pick up kaspari kapanen i don't know i'm just throwing names out there but i know they they were saying anyone's on the table aren't no that was edmonton i mean edmonton oh my god they're such a mess but I know Toronto's not opposed to trading prospects, and I mean, I know they need defense, so 
could be a match made in heaven for the Rangers. I got a trade. What is your trade? So we're going uh to back to my boys in Calgary. Oh my goodness, what do you got? Shattenkirk is going to the Flames. Shattenkirk. What is he? What would, I I thought you were gonna say Kevin Hayes. I was gonna that's gonna make sense, but no, no, Shattenkirk. Here, here, here we go. Okay, here we go. Go ahead, go ahead. Here we go. They have Giordano and they have Hannafin. But then besides that, they don't have much. I mean, Rasmus Anderson. They have Brody. Yeah, they have TJ Brody. Man. So then to Travis Hammond. He's still there, right? Yeah, but he's more of a yeah, but he's more of a top six defenseman than a top four. Okay. You bring in Shattenkirk, you'll have Giordano and Shattenkirk. You'll have two offensive defensemen on your top two pair and your bottom and your uh, like your top four. And they'll trade away Sam Bennett in a second. I don't want Sam Bennett. But the, I'm saying a trade that would make sense for Calgary. To I think they get more from Shattenkirk. I think I would rather just get Calgary's first than the second Sam Bennett. We don't want the beard? I do not want the beard. I don't want the beard. I fear the beard. You fear Ed Sheeran? I fear Ed Sheeran the beard, yeah. Honestly, he's a bust, but that's for another video. I mean, yeah, this is these are these can be all for different times, but um yeah, I mean honestly, one ranger that would definitely fit on Calgary is Henrik Lundqvist, but he's not going anywhere. Henrik Lundqvist has expressed multiple times that he does not want to go anywhere. He wants to uh uh, sort of ride go down up. with the ship. Yeah, he wants to ride it up. Yeah, but uh, what about Kevin Hayes? He's gone. I definitely think Kevin Hayes is gone. I think his value is too high right now. He's a little too old for me that I think he's gonna stay. Kevin Hayes is too good right now. Kevin Hayes is too good. But uh, yeah, I think I honestly envision Kevin Hayes going to the Winnipeg Jets. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard it before, and um, I think we may get pick up like a Jack Rosselvich and maybe like a third. Maybe like a second. I mean, I know Russell is a good prospect, and I would love to get more. The more first, the merrier. But I don't. No. Yes. Really? Yeah, I know, right? Crazy concept. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's insane. The better first, the better you are. Um, but Actually, Edmonton doesn't. Okay, well, that. no one's Peter Shirley. No one's that dumb. <laughs> but um, We need to do Peter Shirley. Yeah, that's kind of sad. You know, the meme's gone. There's a lot of memes that died. Washington won the cup. I know, that's true. Peter Shirley got fired. I mean, hey, all the memes are dying. I know the NHL meme community is going to suffer a little bit. Do you think the lockdown is just because of all the memes? The what? The lockdown. The what? The NHL lockdown. Lockdown? Lockout. Lockout. lockout? Yeah, lockout. What are you ta- I was going to say, like, what are you talking about? Do you think the lockout is just going to be about, like, hey, we're losing all of our memes? Yeah, I mean, I remember the memes for the first lockout. Those were great. I mean, like, I really miss that stadium food. I saw those memes. Those were so funny. But um, we're getting a little off task. This is no so, way. wait, why do you say Winnipeg for Kevin Hayes? I mean, you think about uh, Winnipeg center court. They, I heard this on a, a different source, but I remember hearing they have Mark Shifley as their first line center. Second line center, they have Brian Little. And then they don't really have anyone else. So, you take Kevin Hayes on that team, big guy, he can – Pretty much play any role, penalty kill, power play, anywhere you need him. Throw him on that lineup, third line center. Give him some decent wingers, and he could probably make some magic and help out come the playoffs. And, I mean, Winnipeg has some guys they want to give up. Maybe uh, Christian Veselainen. Maybe, I don't, I really doubt Drake Jacob Truba would be in a deal. Would love to pick him up. He's nice. Yeah, but I don't think, I think come off season, that would, that would be a time for um, Winnipeg to get rid of a roster player. Um, Jacob Truba's not moving. 
He's not. Yeah, and I, there's I, Josh Morrissey. No, he's not. Mar- Morrissey would never go anywhere, but Truba could in the off season because he. I feel like he always goes to RFA with that team. They can never really settle on an agreement, but um. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like uh, Kevin Hayes would definitely fit on that team. He could bring Mac, as I said, probably Ross Vision in like a first or second, something pretty like that. But, um, yeah, that's my take. Well, Kevin Hayes isn't really that good. So it's, I mean, Kevin honestly. He's been one of the best Rangers this year. I'm saying overall he's not that good. He's having a good year. He's having a breakout year. Don't don't tell other teams this. Don't tell other teams what we know. Oh yeah, because other teams are going to be listening. To that yeah, hockey did the scouts listen to that hockey podcast and they're like, "Oh, oh, I was going to go trade for him," and then, and then they cancel the deal. That's that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, last second they cancel the deal. That's what they do. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, did we did we cover everything? I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? Bring it up. I don't know. This was one hell of a roller coaster of a first episode, I think. Well, this would be the point if people actually start watching, we'll answer their questions. This this would be the point, but you know, we don't no one even knows this podcast exists yet. No one knows that hockey podcast exists at the moment. So what are you talking about? I already made merch. You made you <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> buy our merch, like and subscribe. <laughs> but uh, I guess smash that motherfucking like yeah i guess we'll plug ourselves right now i mean you got me on twitter at stonehand steve on youtube at stonehand steve and uh i guess i'll plug myself so i'm on youtube at feels bad nation and i'm on twitter at nation feels oh you couldn't get that you couldn't get that handle i couldn't get the handle i don't know who has it like super pathetic but um wow Wow. All right, so I think this is going to do it for uh, episode one of That Hockey Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you're back for episode two. And uh, we'll see you boys in the next one. All right, boys. Thanks for watching. Thanks Take for it watching. easy. And uh, we'll see you in the next one.